Welcome to Expert Extra, a new feature of the Inside 254 podcast, where we sit down with an expert in a field to help us and you make sense of current events. We hope you enjoy it. Hi, listeners. I am lucky enough to be sitting here with Kayla, who is one of the Penridge 225. If you're not sure who that is, it is a group of students that has gained some attention in the national dialogue having to do with the March for Our Lives and its connection to schools. The Penridge 225 is a group of students that decided that they did not want to participate in the saccharin and milk toast feel-good event on the day that everybody walked out of school, and these students decided that they were going to participate in civil disobedience and walk out of school anyway. They were assigned a Saturday detention that is to be served at some point before the end of the school year. So we are super happy to have Kayla here with us today to tell us what it is like to be part of the Penridge 225, a group that I learned about on Twitter, even though I live one mile from the high school. So when Pat Oswalt was starting to, to, to tweet about Penridge, I was like, wait, is that my Penridge? And then very quickly learned that there was this amazing movement happening in my community, thanks to the students. So Kayla, thank you for being here today. And First of all, can you just tell us why you decided to walk out instead of participate in the school-sanctioned uh, event that was held on the day of the walkouts? All right. Hi. So um, I decided to walk out due to the repressive system that um, has tried to contain our actual protest. So they wanted us to, you know, go to the assembly, but the assembly was just an excuse to not let us speak our minds to practice civil disobedience. And it's something that we've always been taught to do. So we've been taught about Martin Luther King Jr., you know, and we've been talking about like Rosa Parks ever since we were little. However, when we actually wanted to practice the act of civil disobedience, we were told not to and actual like actually punished for it, which is ridiculous. But the reason why I wanted to walk was for safety. As a student, I am very aware of other school shootings and anytime there is a shooting that occurs or any type of gun violence, I hear about it within the first you know, couple of minutes because I have news updates on my phone. So many other people just, as soon as something happens, we just talk about it. So it's an instantaneous topic that like we are very concerned about. Like all of my friends, all the people, that just are in my classes we just automatically connect and like have a feeling of apprehension and fear so it's something that we obviously do not want to experience so by protesting we are wanting to limit we want to place more restrictions on you can buy guns and like things that are dangerous for guns we want to ban bump stocks so kayla why did you decide that you wanted to walk out of the school even though you knew that you were going to get some kind of administrative punishment. My detention does not make a difference. So me act actually protesting does. So by sharing my voice and walking out with the other 224 people, I am able to show how I feel and make a difference 
in how the government views the issue of guns and how even my school views the issues of guns and gun violence. So what were some of the aims that the group had and what are some of the things that your group wants to change? And and I guess the big question is, did you all have this plan to become the Penridge 225 before the protest? There was no organization. There was nothing that anybody set up to make it like the Penridge 225. It's just how it worked out. We all did our own thing. I had my own plan and I talked with my friends to make a similar plan. That way we could all walk out together. But there was no one person that organized anything saying, hey everybody, let's all walk out. It was just an individual decision because we knew what we wanted, what would be right, and what would serve the most purpose rather than going to an assembly. So it's interesting that you all didn't think of a collective action as a whole group, but that these small pockets of groups now are finding this collective voice as the Penridge 225. I know my opinion wasn't popular in the community, but I was thrilled that you guys got detention. I was really happy and I keep telling people in the community, civil disobedience requires disobedience. It requires there to be something that you are actively going against. And everybody else that had these sweet little assemblies, their schools are no longer talking about it. And now Penridge is like in the news and in the national conversation. And suddenly you're all thrown into this activist role. And a lot of other schools are looking to you thanks to your disobedience. So what do you think about that? Interesting. The actual detentions themselves. You said it's like we are going against something. So what we're not going against is the school district. What we're going against is the actual use of guns. Right. So you're just using the detentions as another platform to embody your protest, it seems to me. Yes. We have a lot for detentions. I'm not sure if anybody has really heard, but like the detentions have a thing set up mostly each time to protest or to share how we feel about the use of guns. Like what you're hearing? Become a patron of our podcast and help us be sustainable. Click that little green become a patron button on our Podbean page and it'll get you started. But here's the cool news. There are three different patron levels that you can participate in to show your love and support of our hard work for you. A monthly commitment of just $1, which is less than the cost of a cup of coffee, gets you a large, cool, square sticker for your computer with our freshly designed logo, and you can share the love. For $5 a month, you get two stickers, a shout-out on Facebook and on the podcast, plus our newest patron level of $8 a month. You'll get all the love and swag of the $1 and $5 levels, but also early access to every episode and expert extra. So join our patron team at this $8 a month level and be in the know before everyone else. All of your donations are greeted with our deepest gratitude. Thanks for keeping us sustainable. So have you already served your detention? No, I have not. I've been really busy. I actually have to reschedule it because I've been doing so much just different things like around the community, like volunteering or like going to dance rehearsals. Like there's sure like having the life of a teenage person, right? So you haven't had the experience yet of showing up for your detention with the streets lined with people supporting you and giving you donuts and all of that. Have you heard from your peers about what that's been like? Yes, I have. The first detention, it was very unexpected for a lot of the people. We were not sure what was going to happen. Like even going into the detention, we 
or kept we, we kept joking around like oh do you think we're gonna be able to bring cards do you think we can you know bring a book because usually you're not allowed to like speak or interact with other people you can only do your homework we're curious how that would all work out and the teachers for the detention didn't really have too much control i guess because if they did try to control us that would look really bad on their point at their part because we were or the people that were there rather were um, they were advocating for the victims and they were talking about the victims they were they had flowers and they were all holding hands there was like a such a community feeling did the detentions bring together different groups of people Absolutely. I mean, even walking out, I was very shocked that some people were there. There were people that I would not, not even in a million years, think would appear at the walkout. The detention definitely brought people together because it made a group of people, you know, Henridge 225 or 225. It made us all seem we are grouped together protesting something that we all have similar ideas about even if they're not the exact same because that's fairly rare i i want to come back to the name of this and then the very smart social media campaign that somebody has launched are we allowed to know who's running the social media do you know i mean it seems to have this disparate group of people has really coalesced into a focused media savvy voice on social media and is getting the attention of like pat not Oswald and other celebrities that are tweeting and appreciating what you're doing. What do you know about that? Do you know anything? So immediately after the walkout, we all kind of just took pictures. We did as much as we could to, you know, document this event because it's very important. What we tried to do um, is send the pictures, send anything we possibly could to news media, things like that, that just showed what we wanted, showed what happened and was important to us. Did you get any feedback pretty quickly from those media outlets? Some people did get a lot of feedback. It just depended where you went. Penridge has had a lot of history with BuzzFeed. Yes, not good history. Not good. But anyway, you can, y'all can Google that. So, okay, go ahead. Yeah, so we have not had good history with BuzzFeed. So a lot of us were curious if BuzzFeed would pick up on our story. Sadly, that did not happen. But a whole lot of other places did. I think BuzzFeed's just tired of us, quite frankly. But CNN, I think, there's like a whole lot of like local news places that picked up on our story and like we're very curious regarding why and obviously even here is like you know yeah I mean the past two weeks in our local newspaper the story about you all has been the top of the fold story I just got the you know this week's and it's the same and it's about what you're all doing and how you're keeping this in the conversation and that's the goal because we want to keep this talked about we don't want it just to disappear like everything else we want it to keep it alive we want change we want a lot more to happen rather than just letting it go because it did happen it was important to us this is one of the focal points of my Penridge history career. It's one of the most important things that I can do as a student. And I am just amazed. Uh, You know, I've never thought about this community as a really activist community. So to watch what all of you are doing has been such a blessing to me and I think to all the adults in the community that have felt like maybe we all need to be having better conversations. So how do you think being a part of this might propel or help you continue your activist bent, which I know you already have. But so how does being a part of this help? And maybe what have you learned or what lessons might you take into your college career, into your career of activism? What I've learned is basically to make everybody as aware as possible. For me, a lot of people didn't even know this was going to happen. So (laughs) some teachers of mine were like, so 
do you know what's happening tomorrow? And they were just very like, they didn't want to say anything to either encourage or discourage because that would be kind of, exactly, they would get in trouble and it would just be wrong. Um, A lot of people did not even know it was happening. And like a lot of times in class, I'd be like, all right, so everybody walk out. There's going to be a lot of us walking out at 10. And I would just kind of say the information to as many people as I could. That way more people could walk out. And like I ended up texting like everybody that I could just to like encourage and like say, yes, if we were all in this together, then we we are stronger. And that's what I did as a person. So I learned that I needed to actually get others involved in order to make an impact. I needed to document what I was doing and let other people, the news networks really just take it and run with it because that is one of the most important things. Publicity is sadly the most like important. Amplification and organization. Sounds like you're a naturally talented at both of those things. Is there anything else you want the community to know about the Penridge 225 or how we can support you? The detentions are still happening. A lot of people that are concerned community members are just showing up because there are like anti-protesters that are also there. (laughs) There are a lot of people just there. So if you want, if you feel the need, you can always just show up. It's basically just in support of not us, but like the victims and changing laws and everything just to make the uh, United States more safe. So you can always do that. And then for us, we are not going to let this die out. We are not going to just stand passively. We are fighting for our voice to be heard. Obviously, we have a lot of news coverage right now. So we want a lot more than just a quick time in the spotlight. As a member of the community, I'm grateful. And I hope that we can all help sustain your efforts because you're really shining a great light on our community and showing the world what our community has to offer. So thank you so much for talking to us, Kayla. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this Expert Extra. For more information on our podcast and to find episodes, please visit Inside254Site, that's S-I-T-E dot WordPress dot com. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes, and please follow us on Facebook and Twitter for all the latest. Thanks for listening.